Good morning. It's Wednesday, January 18th, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 to 25. So yesterday and the day before, we looked at Matthew, Mark, and Luke's description of Jesus' calling his first disciples. We, we now come to the Gospel of John which itself is, is really quite unique because and, and, it doesn't follow the pattern of the other Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. John was not so much concerned about providing you and me um, with a chronological account of the life of Jesus as he was helping us to understand that in Jesus we behold the Word of God incarnate that is in the flesh. In fact, John specifically stresses the, the, the purpose for his writing, his gospel near the end, in these words. He says, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. John was a theologian who wrote his gospel to help us understand that all that took place in the life of Jesus, the Christ, was according to God's plan for your redemption, my redemption, the world's redemption. And as a result, he pictured John the Baptist, not only as one who was um, sent by God to call us to prepare for the kingdom of God, coming among us through his call to repent, but also to point to the identity and to identify Jesus as the Christ. This, according to John's gospel, was the true mission of John the Baptist. And when Jesus was revealed to John to be the Christ, he immediately began to point to Jesus and to proclaim, here's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. On two consecutive days, according to John's gospel, Two of the Baptist disciples heard John proclaim that Jesus was the Christ, the Lamb of God, and they began to follow Jesus. One was Andrew, and the other is presumed to be the beloved disciple, John. And these two had spent a day, two day these two had spent a day with Jesus. Andrew then went to seek his brother, Simon Peter. When he found him, he told him that he had found the Messiah, asking him to join them as our Lord's disciple. And obviously there is no way that we can rectify uh, the description of the selection of the first disciples in John's Gospel with that recorded in the Synoptic Gospels. However, and again, the Synoptic Gospels are Matthew, Mark, and Luke. But as I stated, John's Gospel was not interested in providing us with simply a chronological or historical record of the life of Christ. The purpose of John's gospel was to help you and me to understand that God was at work even though the Baptist, John the Baptist, and through John, to bring people to faith in Jesus Christ, the very Son of God. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the, for the Baptist ministry. We thank you for, for John's gospel. We thank you for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because it is John's writing and, and the work of John the Baptist that brought those in their day to faith in Christ. And John's gospel most certainly continues doing that. 
And we thank you for the work of our Lord Jesus, who lived for us, and then died for us, and rose for us. It is in his name that we have life everlasting. Amen. Thanks for being with us today. Um, tomorrow, I'll kind of summar up, summarize, if you will, um, this whole progression thing that we've talked about Monday and Tuesday, especially, and, and a little bit t- today on John's, John's Gospel. And we'll kind of smooth everything out together as we, we get closer to the wrapping up our devotion this week. Questions, let me know. Shoot me a, a uh, email. Writing, uh, Pastor Brian at RadiantTLC.org. Uh, send a note to our webpage. Um, and uh, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Have a blessed, blessed day. Live for the Lord, because the Lord lived for you.